Welcome to the Super Sleuth Podcast, presented by the Frostburg State University Children's Literature Center. Get ready to time travel with your hosts, Bill and Cameron, and use your detective skills to identify our mystery famous person. We'll give you 10 clues about our famous person, plus we'll give you the meanings of three vocabulary words related to our famous person. Using the 10 clues and three vocabulary words, can you identify our mystery famous person? Be sure to listen all the way through our podcast because Bill and Cameron will also have a special segment involving superheroes and will tell you all about an awesome new book. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Are you ready to have fun? Let's start the Super Sleuth Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Season three, episode five. How are you feeling, Cameron? I'm feeling good. Okay, let's talk about who we featured the last time. Yes. And who was that person? The person that we featured last time was none other than Greta Thunberg. Right. And the book is Who is Greta Thunberg by Jill Leonard. Let's do the vocabulary. All right. So the first vocabulary word, and it was an adjective, and the first vocabulary word is prestigious, and it means inspiring respect and, and admiration, having high status. The second vocabulary word is Bono, and it's the name of an Irish sing, singer-writer who was the vocalist in the U2 band. The last vocabulary word was also a noun, and the vocabulary word was global warming, which means a gradual increase in the overall temperature of the Earth's atmosphere, generally attributed to the greenhouse effect. And our superhero from last episode was none other than Daredevil. So if you guessed Daredevil, that was the superhero from last time. Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Okay. We ready for do, uh, this episode and yes. ready for the clues? Yes, we are. We're ready. All right, clue number one. Has two dogs, both German Shepherds, champ the oldest in the most recent major who was rescued from a humane association? Clue number one. Has two dogs, both German Shepherds, champ the oldest in the most recent major who was rescued from a humane association? Clue number two, loved competition to see who the fastest runner was or who would be the first to climb the slippery, swaying flagpole in the football field. Clue number two, loved competition to see who the fastest runner was or who would be the first to climb the slippery, swaying flagpole in the football field. Clue number three, often romped the neighborhood in Scranton, Pennsylvania with his three buddies, Charlie, Larry, and Tommy, and his faithful dogs, a beagle and a German shepherd, served as the peacemaker when they played fort or when they reenacted a favorite scene from a Tarzan movie. Clue number three, 
often romped the neighborhood in Scranton, Pennsylvania with his three buddies, Charlie, Larry, and Tommy, and his faithful dogs, a beagle and a German shepherd, served as the peacemaker when they played fort or when they reenacted a favorite scene from a Tarzan movie. Clue number four had two brothers, Jim and Frank, and a sister, Valerie, who was also his best friend. He taught her all the best sports moves, urging her to keep up with him and his buddies. Clue number four had two brothers, Jim and Frank, and a sister, Valerie, who was also his best friend. He taught her all the best sports moves, urging her to keep up with him and his buddies. Clue number five, speaking in front of his class in elementary and middle school was daunting because he stuttered, a speech condition that at the time was regarded as a sign of low intelligence. Clue number five, speaking in front of his class in elementary and middle school was daunting because he stuttered a condition that at the time was regarded as a sign of low intelligence. Clue number six. Mocked, harassed, and bullied in school because of his stuttering. The teachers in his school encouraged him, and one even suggested he memorize poetry to help with his speech. Clue number six. Mocked, harassed, and bullied in school because of his stuttering. The teachers in his school encouraged him, and one even suggested he memorize poetry to help with his speech. Clue number seven. Before bedtime, without coaxing, he would stand in front of a mirror and recite the poetry of Yeats and Emerson from memory which helped him feel the rhythm of the poems and slowly become fluent. Watching himself in the mirror, he learned to monitor and control his spatial distortions. Clue number seven. Before bedtime, without coaxing, he would stand in front of a mirror and recite the poetry of Yeats and Emerson from memory, which helped him feel the rhythm of the poems and slowly become fluent. Watching himself in the mirror, he learned to monitor and control his spatial distortions. Clue number eight. His family moved to Claymont, Delaware. We earned his tuition to the Catholic high school by painting the school's iron railing and hand-washing the school's 200 windows. Clue number eight. His family moved to Claymont, Delaware. We earned his tuition to the Catholic high school by painting the school's iron railing and hand-washing the school's 200 windows. Clue number nine. By sheer determination and practice, he overcame his stuttering by high school where he was a star athlete in football and basketball and was elected class president in his junior and senior year. 
Clue number nine. By sheer determination and practice, he overcame his stuttering by high school where he was a star athlete in football and basketball and was elected class president in his junior and senior year. Clue number 10. Elected class president in his freshman year at the University of Delaware, graduated and earned his law degree in 1968 from Syracuse. Clue number 10, elected class president in his freshman year at the University of Delaware, graduated and earned his law degree in 1968 from Syracuse. Clue number 11, in 1972, elected to the U.S. Senate and reelected six more times before being chosen by Barack Obama to be his vice president running mate in 2008. Clue number 11. In 1972, elected to the U.S. Senate and re-elected six more times before being chosen by Barack Obama to be his vice president running mate in 2008. And the last clue, clue number 12. On January 20th, 2021, he was sworn in as the 46th president of the United States. Clue number 12. On January 20th, 2021, he was sworn in as the 46th president of the United States. We are now ready for vocabulary words. Cameron, you want to start? Yes, I will start. The first vocabulary word, it is an adjective, and the definition is having or showing compassion or benevolence. The first vocabulary word is an adjective and it means having or showing compassion or benevolence. The second vocabulary word, which is found in the clues, we're looking for a noun and the definition of which is fixed purpose, great firmness in carrying out a purpose. Second vocabulary word we're looking for is a noun. Its definition is fixed purpose, great firmness in carrying out a purpose. And the last vocabulary word is also a noun, and it means pulling or twisting out of shape, change the normal appearance. The last vocabulary word is a noun, and it means pulling or twisting out of shape, change the normal appearance. Now we're ready for... A superhero. There yes. he, this camera is just an amazing guy. He has so many shirts, and every time he shows up to do a taping, he has a different one. You want to describe it today, yes. Cameron? So today's superhero, um, he has wings so that he can fly. So it, you know, he can fly high in the skies. Um, he was uh, one of Captain America's closest friends. And his TV show just appeared on Disney+. Plus. Wow, that's a great clue. Now, Ellie is going to tell us a little bit about an, an advertisement for the Spring Festival of Children's Literature, which will be held virtually in April. Well, hi there, everyone. 
Um, you know, Bill and Cameron, COVID-19 may have thought it could prevent us from having our annual festival, but the show must go on. Online registration for the virtual 2021 Spring Festival of Children's Literature is now live. Check out our amazing presenters this year, including Ryan T. Higgins, Jerry Craft, Selena Yoon, and Andrea Warren. You will get to watch fantastic author-illustrator presentations, as well as join live question-and-answer sessions with them. We have multiple virtual professional development workshops, too, featuring topics on integrating literature, content areas, and the arts. We do want to note that due to the virtual platform restrictions, we have been informed that we will be unable to offer professional development credit for the 2021 festival. We look forward to seeing you in person for the Spring Festival in 2022. We will resume offering professional development credit at that time. Those interested in attending this year's virtual Spring Festival of Children's Literature can go on our webpage at frostburg.edu clc to register and or view our festival flyer. You don't want to miss out on this fun. Make sure you register and contact us at clc at frostburg.edu or call us at 301-687-3133 with any questions you may have. We now are ready for some feedback. And Cameron's going to tell everyone how you can get in touch with us because we would love to hear from you. Yes, we would love to hear from you. Um, so there's a couple ways of how you can get in contact with us. Um, one way is you can contact us um, through email. And the email is frostbergclc, which is all lowercase, at gmail.com. So that's one way that you can get in contact with us. The other way that you can get in contact with us is on SoundCloud, where we upload our podcasts, um, you can send us messages through SoundCloud if you have a SoundCloud account. So those are the two ways um, that you can get in contact with us, and we would love to hear from you um, and get feedback. Yes, we would. Very important to us. And now we're ready for a clue for the next episode. When one's What's your, what happens in spring? What's your favorite? This is one of your favorite times of year. I know that. And what, what, when I say spring, what do you think of? When I uh, hear spring, I think of birds singing. Birds singing. Mm -hmm. That's the clue for the next episode. Great. Thank you, Karen. It's been fun, Super Sleuths. Now make sure to submit your answers to who you believe is our mystery famous person and the three vocabulary words. Also, be sure to look for future episodes of the Super Sleuth podcast on SoundCloud. And if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our SoundCloud page. Please join Bill and Cameron again for more time traveling. And in the meantime, great job, Super Sleuths. <laughs>